What is going on, Chiefs Kingdom? Welcome back to another episode of The Kingdom Says. I am your host, as always, Garrett Williams. And joining me today on this start of Legal Tampering Monday, we've got Kyle Henning, my usual co-host. Kyle, how are we doing today, sir? Uh, we've we've been tampering, apparently. Plenty of plenty of legal. tampering, plenty of legally tampering. A lot of legal tampering going on today. Don't, don't illegal tamper, and then we have situations like, you know... Jerry Macklin yes. or the Dolphins. <laughs> they lost a the whole pick you know. for it, yeah. So did we. We did. They're, they they lost it for trying to tamper with Tom Brady and ours was for yeah. Jerry Macklin. So pretty good on that day. Um it's been a wild, wacky day already. Um yep. Yep. there's been a lot of movement. Chiefs have been active. Well, that's why we're here. Um, ready to go over everything with you because yeah. not only have they been active, but others have been active in already starting to pluck away guys like we talked about potentially could happen with the Super Bowl tax. So yeah, decent amount. It's of activity. a day, folks. Decent amount of activity so far today. I would say not the the most crazy NFL free agency of recent. There haven't been a, a bunch of huge names to go off the board uh, or be available this year, but there's some pretty big guys. Uh, Chiefs, notably today, really just made one move, actually, uh, and that came after, you know, a couple hours of uh, of contemplation and testing the market. Uh, the Chiefs ended up signing offensive tackle Jawan Taylor to a four-year $80 million deal, $60 million guaranteed, um, to be the future tackle of the Kansas City Chiefs. Um, yep. Yeah. Instant reactions, Kyle, to the uh, to the signing. How do you like Jawan Taylor? He's a pass blocking tackle, and a yeah. very much a. Some might call him anti Orlando Brown. Yeah, he's basically Eric Fisher. Tom, Tom, notably. again, like yeah. he's he remind their him and Eric's play style remind me a lot of one another. They're more yeah. athletic guys. They're gonna get in space easier. They're gonna quick feet set well now. Not everybody loved Eric Fisher. Eric Fisher was a wild ride in Kansas City, folks. Remember that. Now, I'm not telling you he's Eric Fisher level. I'm saying he's stylistically like Eric Fisher in that aspect. I think he's better than Eric was when Eric was here. Um, I like the move. I yeah, Partially because we're replacing two tackles again. Um, it's pretty much guaranteed at this point, yeah, that we are. Um, there's a bunch of dudes coming out, but yeah, it's Jawan Taylor... So, okay, so for this purpose and for this purpose only, he can play both sides of your offensive line. He played right tackle last year. Now, do I love the idea of them moving a guy again to a side he's not familiar with again for a system he's never played in before? No. However, if they have to go that route, I'm not opposed to it because he's a little, his game is a little more equipped to... <clears throat> switch sides and switch offenses if some might say so also yeah. the offense he played in last year is somewhat stylistically similar to the one he's going to play in this year because he's coming from jacksonville and somebody do me a favor remind me who was the head coach down there in jacksonville doug peterson oh okay who's coaching tree andy reed oh weird all right yeah. good talk anyway uh whose play was it that ended up burning the eagles in the super bowl that would be a, a Reed special, I believe. Yeah. Well, it, I believe it was Doug Peterson's via Eric Bieniemy, via oh, Jacksonville doing it a, to Philadelphia. Yeah. So, because Doug talked about it after the Super Bowl that they used his 
little jet motion play on on them twice. You know, what was the name of it? They gave it. What was the special? Philly Philly. And Andy. No, no. Andy named it. What are we no, talking, talking about? about Andy. The Super Bowl play we just ran twice. Corn dog. Sorry. Good lord. Corn dog. Corn That's dog. what you were talking about this entire time. That's crazy. Anyways. How Continue. did you not check that? Never mind. Forget Continue. this. Um, with that and that layout, he's going to transition pretty well into this offense. I also think they may try to keep him on the right side, which will be interesting, and we'll get into here a little bit later. That's going to be a big um, question mark. So the biggest thing he can play about, both sides. Yeah, the biggest thing about the signing was kind of the, the conclusion that the Chiefs are going to be having two new tackles this year. Because uh, by all reports, apparently, this uh, this takes Orlando Brown Essentially out, the Chiefs essentially said, we're not signing Orlando Brown anymore. It's it's Jawan Taylor's time and maybe somebody else we'll talk about in a second. But big signing, and obviously, you know, he only has played right tackle in the league. He's been a right tackle in college uh, for most of his career. He's been mm-hmm. a right tackle. The thing about it, you know, that you're going into with Kansas City, we just seen it with Orlando Brown converting a right tackle to left tackle. It worked out decently well, especially with Orlando Brown's athletic profile. Um, converting Jawan Taylor's athletic profile from right tackle to left tackle, I think might be a lot easier, a lot more fluid. Um, obviously, you have one of the best O-line coaches in the game, Andy Heck, and uh, just the entire system around him, plus playing with Joe Tooney on that side, if uh, if that may be the case. Um, you know, I don't hate it, and... Uh, Obviously, Tom, Arrowhead Tom, who is not here tonight, who could not join us, who was uh, pretty ecstatic about this signing. He actually predicted this signing a couple a couple of days ago. A week or two ago in our group chat. Yeah. A, uh, a 25-year-old. And yes, there are screenshots with proof. Yes, there are screenshots Yeah, go over to proof. his Twitter. You or can Tom. see some screenshots about that. But uh, um, So here's the thing with the thing on this deal for me. The deal this year only cost us $5 million against the cap this year. Um, the way yeah. the tr- contract is structured, uh, our friend Connor was kind enough to point out that it's structured similar, similarly to how they did Tooney's deal, um, yep. which is pretty much an even base salary over the remaining years um, with options to be able to obviously restructure that as they go forward. Um, the guaranteed money is a little different. It works kind of like Patrick's contract in a way. $40 million guaranteed up front, according to reports, with the other $20 million guaranteeing for year three on the 24th of next year, I believe, uh, which is the league year date or whatever the vesting of the contracts, however that works, whatever date they picked for that to guarantee that date. Um, that's when the next $20 million will guarantee. So his structure allows you some flexibility even. Um, it'll be interesting to see what they do with Tooney as he progresses towards the back half of his deal that's built like that. So that'll be an interesting thing. But with this structure, he can play both sides for you, and it gives you the option to play him at left tackle this year and draft a guy if they so choose to, um, to, to do that with, because then you can move him, you can switch him back sides if you need to. If, if you got the kid yeah. that you drafted and you played him at right, now you want to move him left. I would prefer if you're going to draft a left tackle and have him on the field, just put him at right tackle and put the rookie at left and let him figure it out. Cause right, just keep them where they need to be. Keep them where they're naturally at. I'd prefer it that way. Um, yeah. If you're going to keep them where they're naturally at, that also opens opens up some other options. So yeah, but say, the think... reason that I'm so adamant about them staying on the right, him staying on the right side potentially, is because Andrew Wiley is no longer with the team. 
Yes, he is not. He signed a deal with the Washington Commanders, a three-year, $24 million deal, uh, reuniting him with Eric Bieniemy, uh in Washington there. Congratulations, uh, Andrew. You congratulations. have Honestly, very much earned a secure, long ter- longer-term deal with some actual Super Bowl real champion. dollars in it. Two-time Super Bowl champ. He started in two Super Bowls. He was an undrafted free agent. He ended up winning the Mackley Hill Award for us and his, you know, his quote-unquote rookie season. Uh, and he's just been, I mean, he's just been a consistent guy. He's played multiple positions. He and had that grown, position versatility. Man. And he, I mean, this, I mean, he definitely capitalized on the contract year this year. Like he he's played the his dude best that's always gotten better. He's gotten yeah. better, but he's gotten better every year, and he's gotten better in multiple areas, and they've gotten better at everything that they've asked him to do. Because you mentioned it, he started out as a guard. Exactly. He was. We talked for a while on this podcast about him playing tackle and how oh, I'm not, not really like comfortable with that. <laughs> but he grew, and all of a sudden and yet, he ended up becoming by a the solid end tackle. Of it, there were people saying he had a better year than Orlando. Now, some of those folks may be being a little some, hyperbolic. Some weird metrics that go into that, I think. Yeah, yeah I there's, don't know how ESPN there's stuff. So, those things, but uh, anyway, again, he ended up way outplaying anything anybody thought they were going to get out of him and that probably includes the chiefs and co because they paid him like a million dollars for last year i think total i say three he was on a one he was on a one-year deal last year if i'm not mistaken for i think he had it for like a vet i want to say he was on two consecutive one-year deals the past couple years on vet men one-year deals yeah pretty much vet men um, so three for 24, I mean, that's great, great for Wiley. Definitely a little rich for the Chiefs, especially given the other situations that they would have. Uh, we we appreciate hey, your service. We do. And, and we he appreciate was a great, everything you did great for Great locker room guy as well. I mean, one of the, one of the big locker room leaders. I just leaders. thought about this. What's that going to do for his KCP Pioneers interaction? Because you know he's a pack ripper, bro. And that's he true. rips some Pokemon card packs for, that's true. As, a, as a content creator for KC Pioneers. Now. For those of you who aren't familiar with esports, those uh, that's a little easier to do because you don't necessarily have to be in the same city still to be a part of the team. You can still be yep. a part of him even if he has to move. So that's kind of cool. Um, hopefully, there's several of the Chiefs guys, by the way, that are part of KC Pioneers. Him, yeah. um, another guy that may be on the move this offseason, and McColl. But McColl was, yeah. Um, Trey Smith, I think, was. Trey was Smith he? is yeah. doing stuff. I don't know if he was just he part was. of hanging out with I don't him. Know. I don't know. There's a ton of guys that got involved with him. I know McColl is still play, it still plays with him and whatnot. Um, I know Patrick and Garrigan them play with Slack and whatnot still, who was part of Pioneers for a while too. So, um, but that's an aspect of it as well that's interesting. Is a lot of these guys are getting into more of that kind of stuff. And with Andrew, he really got to develop a brand last year. We got to kind of yeah. see him on the franchise. We got to see him more at the podium in the locker room than we had years prior. They definitely he... planted some solid roots in KC for sure. Like I think he'll so, be a guy who sticks around for a little while after his career. But good for yeah, him. Big, big go get your money. Him. Go help Eric Bieniemy get a head coaching job by turning that offense and that team around up there, and pray that you and guys welcome... get a new owner before the freaking season starts. <laughs> yeah, and welcome Jawan Taylor to uh, to potentially fill that spot. And so you know we've talked about kind of this this top entire podcast how the versatility right tackle he could play left tackle the initial reports out after the signing a lot of the the insiders and stuff like that were were leaning towards the chiefs putting him at left tackle now there's not a ton of face you can't put that a lot of value with that you know coming right out uh 
because you don't know what's going to Because it's March 13th. Exactly. You still got the draft. You still got a lot and, more free agency. And we've been out in and we've been in freaking you tampering period for less than 12 hours. Yeah. So these contracts aren't even signed yet. Left tackle kids. right now is uh, is all fine and dandy, but there's gonna still be some major changes going on. There's not even ink on paper yet. They're, Legit, these are yeah. tampering deals. These haven't even. Yeah, they the can't Chiefs even sign them until like Thursday. I don't think. Won't even announce it until yeah Wednesday or Thursday. So, but you know the biggest reason that I think we are kind of uh you know hammering the right tackle train more for him. A obviously he's played right tackle his entire career, and now while I'm I would be more confident in him switching to left tackle. I would also uh, kind of just like a left tackle to come play at left tackle for us. And there's a certain guy who's potentially on the trade block um, out of the Houston Texans that weirdly enough was, well, there've been a lot of rumors to him uh, to Kansas city for the past couple days, but like from a, uh, from a very good source, yeah, about 10, 15 minutes before the Chiefs signed Jawan Taylor. Uh, it was kind of reported that the Chiefs were in talks with the Houston Texans to potentially trade for Laramie Tunsil. Uh, who, that's a lot to come with. That's a top five left tackle you're getting. You're also paying him top five left tackle money at oh, no, 29 no, no. years old. He said reset the market money. You're paying that's him his words. Money. Yeah. That's his words. <laughs> I mean, so, I don't know if you're eclipsing Trent Williams exactly, but can, either way, you're paying him top uh, money. Can you now, do that? Yeah. Now, the the highlight or the, the upside you, for the you Chiefs You put here, the trade capital together. I don't yeah. have any problem with the trade capital. That's pretty easy, actually, especially according to some rumors about what it might take. Maybe only like next year's second or this year's second, next year's first would be a a fairly reasonable one. People have even said a little crazier. I'm not giving the Texans a first. It's the Texans. It's Larry. You Pencil. can have you can have two seconds and a fourth. And I and mean, this away. is a franchise left tackle that we're I, I still about. have a to pay who... him one hundred and sixty-five million dollars. You can that's you can true, have two seconds and a fourth. The thing and you about can go it away. is. I think the Chiefs are fine paying that contract for a guy who's actually a top five left tackle instead of they, they told what you, you would have been paying him. They told you that three years ago. Well, yeah. They also told they us tried to sign they... Trent Williams for that deal that he exactly. went ahead and just took with San Francisco. They have no problem writing that check. They Here's will write the thing. that check. I don't know that you can now with Tooney's check. And Jawan Taylor's check, who you just signed. Yeah. And a, you can make another you can make third huge contract. on. Somebody's going to have to take some money elsewhere. You're going to have to lose some people. Well, you can restructure so, Pat, right? You can restructure Pat, so they haven't done that. They're going to need a lot of dough. Because they're going to need the dough. You can extend it, Chris and save a little bit this year, right? He wants to be the top paid player at his position too, or close to it. And yeah, two of those guys just got paid year. also. You can still save some money this year. Uh, there's some. I mean, the Chiefs. I think, oh, there's find a way. ways they can easily uh, find a look, way to get them under the cap. I'm all for Jawan playing right tackle. How you go about getting that left tackle, I'm I'm more up for conversation on than I think I've yeah. been in in the past. The great I'll thing listen about... to Tom tell me about left tackles in the in the draft for once, because usually I'm like, yeah. I don't want yeah. the franchise having a rookie over there. But but in this situation, especially with having obviously like we said, Joe Tooney on that side, you have one of the best O line coaches. That's in the, the but. League. That's the you but. Have, is you have is you can Andy shift Reed, the focus scheme scheme for him. Like sure, but you can even shift. So now that we've talked about this offensive line and how their weak point has kind of shifted along this line to different points at different times. 
Yeah. And one of the things that they've done is they've adapted to that. So when that happens, but so predominantly you protect your right tackle when somebody was out, whatnot for a long time with Schwartz and with Fisher, you were protecting the left tackle because you had Mitchell Schwartz over there. Right. So then when those two left, it flipped, right? Yeah, it flipped been... because even though Orlando wasn't a superstar for most well, of the you're time, kind of helping him on that side as well, but some, but not nearly as much as some of the as much stuff as they were doing for Wiley at right points. Tackle, yeah, there was stuff they were doing at right tackle that was like, whew. now they did stuff in a couple games for Orlando. I think mostly because it was matchup based because it just made sense to do it that way. Not necessarily that he needed it, although it didn't hurt him any. He, he wasn't yeah. mad about it, I'm sure. Oh, but yeah. <laughs> um. So on that aspect, the the other part of it is they've switched this line back and forth now multiple times, right? Well, now you've got the strength in the of this line is the middle three, okay? Because that's your three that have been there for a while. Your core is your center and your two guards. And, and one of them's a robot, and, and one of them I think we came up with a new nickname for on Twitter the other day, and we're going to get that rolling. Me, Rocky, and CJ, a couple of boys from – if you're not on there – uh, we've got a new new Trey Smith nickname that we're we're workshopping and, and playing with, so may keep an eye on that. But those two with Creed, now you just paid a right tackle, or I don't care. I'd prefer him at right tackle because he's comfortable there, and you can leave him on an island over there and not worry about it. Now you yeah. can go draft the left tackle. You can play the rookie, and you can shift Joe Tooney his way. Shift Creed to Joe's side. Shift Trey towards Joe, or shift Trey shift Trey towards Creed, and let Jawan deal with the with the Trey and because let that focus shift that way. It doesn't matter which side you pay it on. Patrick's gonna yeah. move. And the main thing we've noticed with Patrick is, at least over this year and the last year and a half, his main thing is if you give him the structure of the pocket in front of him. Guys going behind him or flying around back here don't matter. If he has room up front, he can step up. It opens lanes. He has rush lanes. It's a different ball game. So I would prefer however they go about the tackle approach from this point forward, the other tackle, I would prefer it be the left side. Yeah, and the thing about the the Jawan Taylor sign that's great for the Chiefs is the amount of versatility it allows them to have going into the rest of the offseason, right? Because now you can go to a team like the Texans and say, like, hey, we don't necessarily need a left tackle right now. You know, we have a guy who can play left tackle for us, Mm -hmm. but we would like your left tackle still potentially, but we don't need him anymore. Or in the draft, you can now say, like, hey, I, we, you have more versatility. You can draft a right tackle, draft a left tackle, draft whatever best tackle is available to you that you are confident in. Or, you know, other free agents that are potentially out there. There's not a great amount of names left, but it just a, opens up the door for uh, a lot more options for the Chiefs going forward. And obviously we're far away from seeing, you know, the final outcome of what this line is going to look like oh, uh, come come training camp so in relation to um the conversations with contracts in regards to like chris jones extension and whatnot uh i wanted to mention this joe tooney's contract did not get sniffed smelled or breathed near as far as the guard market is concerned and most of the better guards have already been signed um whether they were re-signs or signature deals the biggest guard deal this year i think was ben powers with the broncos like four for 52 chris lindstrom said 
what he was a new record setting deal what did he where is it and why is it not on my i think it was five for 105 he eclipsed toonie yeah as a as what as a guard yeah falcons guard yeah i think he pays center too sometimes okay well 33rd team is currently not doing me any favors because that contract and that player's name is not listed on this sheet right now (laughs) so there's that yeah Um, lindstrom at least five for one five i think great well good somebody finally made us not the highest paid guard in the league anymore um, yeah. But the rest of those guys, like, there's not a lot there. I'd say there's there a huge drop down because yeah, the next guy was like Ben Powers, four for fifty-two, three. and then Nate Davis yeah. was like three for thirty. So exactly, and those so, were both Bears and Broncos respectively. So like, yeah, there's some room to navigate with with two. Now, the Chris Jones conversation that you mentioned in regards to freeing up some cap space this year. Um, well, Javon Hargrave just signed a four-year, eighty-four million dollar deal, and. Deron Payne just signed with the Niners, by the way, because the Niners yeah, needed to spend more money on the defensive line, which crazy is bonkers. Deron Payne re-signed with the Commanders. Washington Commanders on a four-year, $90 million deal. Yeah, um, both of those dudes getting into that $22, $23 million a year range. Yeah, um, that didn't entirely change things for the Chiefs and Chris Jones. Now, obviously, yeah. the longer they wait, the more expensive it's going to be, especially with all these other defensive tackles signing. Well, but I don't know that that's going to change because I think those two are pretty much the top two besides him going to get paid this offseason. I think the yeah, market's well, there's a couple, done There's moving. a couple uh, other people who need extensions. I know Jeffrey Simmons in, in Tennessee. Fletcher, Jeffrey. Um, uh, I saw Fletcher's old, though. One or two oh. other names that Adam Schefter. Clayus Campbell's about. on I, there. Shelby Harris just got a free agent. Shelby, is a free agent. Draymond, Draymond Jones just got a uh, a bag from Seattle, three for 51. Um, it's not bad, but that's not anywhere near what Chris is going to do. Three yeah, for 51 is 17 and a half. 17 oh, and Quinn, a half. Quinnen Williams and Dexter Lawrence also are. Have okay, that's great. Coming up. Neither one of those two dudes are anywhere near Jeffrey Simmons or Chris Jones. Yeah, Quinnen Williams, maybe you can make an argument for the. Not yet, youth, but still. He might be, uh, but it's ways out. Still, the longer Especially you wait with these, these new Jeffrey, one up. Well, Jeff other, and Chris, gonna... well, Chris is on. This will be his second deal. This will be yeah, his second big deal. That is the big thing. And Jeff will the, be getting his first his big first. deal. Yeah, Quinnen. And, and, and Quinnen is still working on like whether or not he's going to get his fifth-year option used <laughs> yeah. and then a franchise tag. So he's got some time still. He can hang out. Um, the Jets aren't anywhere concerned about paying him right now anyway. They've they got, got Aaron Rodgers fish to fry. <laughs> so... Um, but yeah, the Chris Jones the deals are be bigger than he, all of that. The question boils down with Chris to... Chris, how close to Aaron Donald's contract do we need to get you, big boy? Yeah. <laughs> Are we good with just being paid more than the rest of these dudes? And we understand that he's about to retire and that contract's a unicorn and it doesn't really exist? And the Rams completely overpaid for him. And they're idiots. Clearly, look around the they room. Do you see so that they are money. fire selling their entire roster and room? Yeah, you think the Rams Jalen Ramsey are good just at went to the Dolphins. Jalen Ramsey just went to the Dolphins for a second and a bag of packing peanuts, and that's no third. offense to Hunter Long. The third, which is even stupider. Um, Sorry, third and Hunter Long, which yeah, if you so knew who Hunter Long was nothing. before this episode, good luck. I think to he went you. to Boston I College, you. I think, or something. I he did. <laughs> that was like two years ago. Draft talk from us. Anyways, mm-hmm. yeah, the defensive tackle market could get a little crazy, but Chris I, Jones, 
hopefully the sooner you, you sign them sooner rather than later just get it out of the way and uh, figure out how you can allocate more funds around that but so i like i said i know you want tonsil i get it i do i, I get it i do want i understand I just worry about three contracts that size on one in one position group because you've got Tooney, Reed, and Tooney, Juwan, and then would yeah, be Tunsil, and then I mean, you're going to be looking at paying Trey and Creed because Trey, Trey's a six rounder. Too. I mean, realistically, at this point, Tunsil is probably out of the picture. You never know, though. You never know. But more... I've seen him do wilder things and play yeah, with. Con- we've seen wilder stuff before, but I think this maybe the smarter solution would be to draft the, the next tackle of the future. And uh, if Arrowhead Tom was here, he would have a mountain of draft prospects. Uh, well, specifically and a tackle for us. That I'm glad you said that because we're gonna have some content later this week from Arrowhead yeah. Tom in regards yeah, gonna, to this exact conversation. Break down some tackles for us because. My scenario that I think is actually going to happen is they are going to draft the tackle, and I've been telling you guys for a year and a half now since we found out the Chiefs the draft was in Kansas City. They're trading up in this draft. That would be a huge pop. They are not trading out. I mean, <laughs> they are not. Pop. Oh, they no are trading. trading the Chiefs are making a pick <laughs> in this draft. More than one pick, but yeah, they're trading up in this draft in the first round. And I think it's for left tackle at this point. That would be huge. I, I've been telling you they were trading up for a while. I just didn't know what they were going to go get. And I think they've pretty much showed you it's either Laramie Tunsil or might, going to get a left tackle. It, it might be a left tackle. I mean, the thing I, or I a think tackle. if, Tom was, I think if tackle. Tom was here, I think if Tom was here, he would argue that you could find some value for tackle later in the rounds and second, third day. I think, Are you trying to find value or protect the franchise? Well, that's what I'm saying. Just when you sign get me the Taylor... Star. You might find a star in a different position waiting for you. If That's you okay. Up, Go get me get the star. Edge. That way, when Jawan Taylor's expensive you got in two years, I would, can walk. The only other position I would maybe listen to is edge. Maybe if there's a, a really good edge rusher who has fallen a little okay. bit trading up him. You know, I also think you can get away with some of that depth in the edge market because the edge class I actually yeah. like a little better than the tackle class That's from fair. a depth perspective. There's some really so. Yeah, so Tom will break down some more of that information later in the week as we go because he's going to have some more target information as far as like players that you could see in those ranges where we might be able to get some draft compensation and value for that information on that kind of stuff and so on and so forth. So um, at that point, oh, goodness, things are going weird. Sorry about that. Um, at that point, he can give you guys a better breakdown and a better look around the room. We did want to discuss today um, the rest of the things that have kind of gone on around the league and at least Chiefs, Chiefs adjacent. Um, Austin Eckler has requested a trade because uh, Austin is um, not not going to be able to reach an agreement um, for the extension that he was working on with the Chargers. So he has requested a trade. And then on that end, um, the Bengals lost both safeties today. Uh, the first one being Jesse Bates is going to the Atlanta Falcons on a new four-year, $64 million contract. Um, and then Vaughn Bell is signing a three-year, $22 million deal with 13 and a half guaranteed for the Carolina Panthers. So I bring those two conversations up for this purpose. Um, Juan Thornhill is your free agent safety right now. 
And he is a year younger and in the same realm as Von Bell was. Um, Jesse Bates was considered pretty comfortably the best safety available on the market. Um, you've got a couple other guys out there, but Juan is available in that same realm as, as you know, Jordan Poyer is out there. Chauncey Gardner-Johnson is available. Um, Jimmy Ward's apparently signing with the Texans. Don't know, have any idea on how much yet Jimmy Ward is signing with the Texans, but he is apparently signing with the Texans. So um, on that front, that's kind of the market that you're seeing for the safeties breakdown. It's not the um, insanity that once was where you're getting four first round picks and $30 million of extra nonsense for Jamal Adams. Um, the safety market has calmed down some in that respect. I, I could see them bringing one back. I could also see them very much attempting to address safety in the second, third, and fourth rounds of this draft with all the picks they've got. So, because, like yeah, I said, some hits in the second day. The the money for Von Bell's deal is, I think, kind of in the range where you're gonna see Juan get paid. Juan's might be a little more because of those rings that we talked about. There's a ring tax, man. It just he got two of them. Two of them. Now, is the ring tax for him worth going to get a, a couple extra million? Probably, because it's his first deal. I, like, get I would paid. definitely get paid. I would. I would absolutely go take that extra two and a half million dollars a year, especially if it's in some place that is tax free. Yes, sir. Bye. Yeah. Yep. Catch me in Miami or Houston or wherever that's bad that doesn't make you pay income tax, state income taxes. Yeah. Bye. Dallas. I said bad, not mediocre with <laughs> expectations. Yeah. Um. So from that front, I think you could see. Juan's situation go either way, which is one I was pretty sure that they were going to end up bringing back when this started, and I'm now I'm more on the fence than that than I think I've probably ever been. So it's tough. Um, so, just so from these... the way we've seen the market go, I could see him easily coming back for that, you know, eight million dollars or nine million dollars, roughly a year that that Von Bell got, because that's basically what Von got, basically seven point two a year, give or take. Right. Um, I don't and know, two really, of it's guaranteed. So I think two years it's of it's guaranteed. The Chiefs' strategy that they might have to kind of employ here, because obviously we saw just the one big swing free agent signing, and some of those you know intermediate guys that are looking to get their first contract, Juan, Mecole, even like Colin Saunders, Colin. Like, there just might not be the little funds to allocate, uh... when you, especially when you look at the draft and what Brett Beach has done, and I mean, I think... hitting his hit rate makes I it almost like you might want to kind of lean more towards trying to develop some rookies instead of paying a couple more dollars for a, uh, a vet. I don't know. It's the Chiefs I think might Frank have to play told some, you, some cap games like that. I think Frank told you that Colin will be here next year. I mean, yeah, Colin out of the three would be the most likely, I think. Just based on his for cheap enough. Like Frank's, Frank's tweet basically said, look, I'm leaving two brothers in that locker room, and I know they're both going to be there next year, is basically what that tweet said. Like, yeah. you can take into that. I, that's how I read into that. I, if I mean, I'm wrong, know. that's great. But <laughs> I mean, Frank, um, that's, isn't, Frank ain't making the signing the contract. Frank's not making the decisions, but I'm yeah. also fairly certain that when Frank tells you in that post that he basically told those dudes that was the last time they'd be talking to each other in that locker room, and he knew it was the over for him, he already knew the direction they were headed. So well, I yeah, would I'm assume... Sure. Sure, especially in like the exit interview and, and conversation. Well, even when he before, was cut, he, like, well, hey. before it, 
he's talked about it before the he said before the Super Bowl he told him it was me the last time they were in a room. He knew already because they talked about oh, it. Yeah, he knew that prior. He would be probably gone. Yeah. Right. So when you understand that, and you know that you're already basically gone the following year, there may be a little more information available to you than yeah, previous maybe. about what the plans are to make you a little more. Well, when you negotiate these deals with these guys, you got to give them something. They got to know something. They got to be willing. They got to get something out of it. If they're going to. He took a fucking huge pay cut. Let's be real. Yeah. He ain't going to do it for nothing. Now, he got a ring out of it. But. You got another ring out of it. He ain't do it for nothing. And yeah. it had to be, hey, we're going to do this. And, you know, maybe this guy yeah. next out year. Three, or this guy next year. So. But I call him the guy I think, I think still Colin, here. Yeah, it's definitely going to be the cheapest. But the other two, Mikol and Juan, I think have. Definitely at least played I, up to a, a getting a I have no idea somewhere. what to do with this wide receiver market. Nobody well, does. I don't think anything does. happened yet. The NFL yet. doesn't. Nobody moved. Yeah, no no wide receivers were signed, really. I mean, AJ, I well, Sterling, that's not true. AJ Green Sterling, retired. Yeah, Sterling Shepard, I think, re-signed with the Giants for oh, a one-year, oh, like, oh. that men deal. Marcus Kemp, get you a deal, boy. Marcus Kemp enjoy that. Earlier, yeah. Enjoy that one-year, one million with Washington, one only, bro. Only wide receiver signings have been Enjoy that. And then, of course, the Sterling Shepard deal. I think the thing with the wide receiver market, it's all hinging on one guy. Everyone's waiting for OBJ and seeing where he goes before they make the next move. Because I don't understand. On OBJ, it's just one of those. It's like what number and how many years and where and how long. Everyone's trying to find out. That's it's the same thing that we saw with like Tom Brady a couple years ago, where it's like that's the first. Tom Brady wasn't coming off an ACL tear. Well, yeah, but in the freaking. OBJ is the first domino in the wide receiver market that's going to fall. Everyone's waiting to potentially be in on the OBJ sweepstakes, and if they're not, then they look to Plan B. I think that's kind of what we've been seeing here. I sure. I'm not I saying it's the, I'm not saying it's the right just, way. I'm not saying it's like it's the smart way because you're right. OBJ. I mean, you you. I don't know what else they're out there to go after really hard though. When you look at this wide receiver there's market, there's not you're a like, huge mm-hmm. wide receiver market, especially when okay. you have. The okay, you ready for this? OBJ there, like Jacoby Myers. Juju Smith-Schuster, Adam Thielen, Alan Lazard, Odell, Paris Campbell, McCole Hardman, DJ Shark, Marvin Jones, Darius Slayton, DeAndre Carter, Jarvis Landry, and I'm done reading you names that matter. Yeah, so that's like kind of the relevant market. And OBJ... Hey, Will Fuller's on there. His half a hamstring exists. Uh, So is Sammy Watkins. Hey, bring back Nelson Aguilar exists. We could talk about the wide receiver market because there are some I'd rather not... That besides Juju, that I would like to bring back, but who OBJ? Where is, I just uh, looked through the whole market, and there's really not much there. I wouldn't mind Adam Thielen. I wouldn't mind Thielen. Adam Thielen or OBJ. That's fine. That's it, thing. I would be Adam, cool with Adam OBJ would have to be Thielen. like your Juju replacement though, because he's not a he's a slot guy. Well, yeah, he's not. He ain't going out and winning on the sidelines and running deep balls and go routes and stuff. No, but I think not anymore. Role for him, for Adam, sure. Adam, that gear not there anymore. Adam, I love you, buddy, but that that uh, that top gear is not there no more. <laughs> a big shout out to Adam Thielen. He's the man, and I would like I, to see him in a Chiefs uniform. That's a big, no that's a big dude with a giant catch radius that Mahomes can have you, a whole lot of exactly. fun going to. And then maybe you draft a young guy or something like that. I'm just saying there's a lot of options out there. I would still, honestly, out of the three, though, I'd probably like to see Juju back. But... How do you feel about Austin Eckler out? Of what now? That's going need, need not have. Oh, that's the old tough because Los Angeles, San Diego well, Superchargers. The, the thing about it is that uh, you know he's in the last year of his deal as a running back. You don't want to go. You don't want to be playing on a one-year deal, essentially, especially at his level. You're basically not with that team's injury history. Jesus. Yeah, it's that's <laughs> one of those things. You need another contract for him, and the problem is, is that the NFL really doesn't value running backs these days. 
Like, and they can't pay him because they're they, still paying the Keenan. Sure they just cut Khalil Mack. Yeah, the Chargers definitely can't pay him, but I'd, it's it's going to be hard pressed to find they're, another team that's they're gonna really going to be wanting to shell out a contract for Eckler, especially this is his third contract that he's been getting now. Like this is his third. You don't really see many running backs get to a third contract in this. In the, Shout now, out he led to him, the league in, and he led the league in touchdowns last year, like nineteen something touchdowns he had. Like he had a great year still. Shout but, out to him, man. Not supposed to be able to, to do that. And now, he should be getting been... a bag, but will he get a bag? Especially, I don't think it's going to be from the Chargers. I definitely don't think I don't think it can be. Yeah, but then, you know, you look into trade comp for him. and You you're... still got to pay Justin Herbert, and you can't even figure out how to keep the talent around him because you have too much money on the books and Khalil Mack and Keenan Allen and Mike Williams and all these other weird contracts you've got all over the place. J.C. Jackson. Including that J.C. Jackson abomination they did last year. Yeah, that was a good And what's Derwin's that. number at? Derwin's being, making a lot of money, I think, so... Boy, better stay the healthy. The Chargers aren't paying Austin Eckler, so that's going to be a questionable where he goes... I mean, hey, I'd like to see him at the division and go see him uh, prosper on another team, but it's just... I don't know. That's That might be a long one. That might be a long situation there that doesn't that's have a resolution until after... Especially at the draft, like... I mean, the Chiefs just found a seventh-round pick to be a star running back. Like, obviously, that doesn't happen all the time, but especially as of recent, the past couple of years, I feel like the NFL has found some good running backs in the later rounds that uh ah, it's know. running backs are in all the rounds because running backs are there's just athletes there's everywhere at the position yeah. and they just aren't properly valued in today's nfl so and a lot tough. of them aren't properly taught at the college and the, and the high school levels what the hell they're supposed to be doing in a lot of the aspects of the yeah. game so a lot of them are just big ass balls of clay by the time they get up here so curious to see where eckler goes for sure but yeah um I mean, other move that was made in the division, the the Las Vegas Raiders have their new quarterback, uh, yes. Jimmy Garoppolo, signing there, making a hey, man, what is a flash upgrade at quarterback, obviously, going from average quarterback in Derek Carr to average quarterback Jimmy Garoppolo. I'm sure I'm sure that's a huge upgrade in that if, department. If he puts the eye black slash mascara on, does anybody notice the difference? I don't think so, honestly. <laughs> Do you really know the difference? I'm not even. I, it's not even a slighted either guy. I just no, don't I mean, know they're what both the just difference is. Averagely good, <laughs> but you're not making 15th an best quarterback, 16th best quarterback. <laughs> exactly. Yay! That's exactly how it is. Like, like there's, why do I care? It, the only. It, it the matters only for the Saints. It matters oh, yeah, for the Saints. It matters. It matters yeah. for the Saints because he's the best freaking quarterback in the division at the moment. Which, <laughs> yeah, the Saints upgraded, but the the Raiders, the Raiders, they did not upgrade. lateral move. Now I think it's still kind of expected they're going to draft a quarterback probably, but uh, yeah, and if you're Jimmy, if you're Jimmy, hey, get that bag and well, no, but if you're Jimmy, an, really another guy, I'm gonna get to, I, say, I get to the, do the another time, Jimmy yeah. living the Alex Smith life of he is awful awful coordinators insanity and I mean, that's having what, to that's, be everybody's mentor. That's what the life of a quarterback is when you're. Just, I mean, you're starter caliber, but you're nothing more than that. When you so are like literally you that, be, you have to be the starter, but also which everyone's always looking to upgrade from you. So hey, we'll find out. Was a, it Jimmy or was it the Shanahan offense? Yeah, and Jimmy is getting reunited with uh, Josh McDaniels. I think this move, honestly, more this so to save Josh McDaniels than uh, than anything. It's like, hey, Josh, this is your chance to get a quarterback that you actually knows your system. You better not mess it up. This you know? is. We're going to bring in the vet guy that knows your stuff and that you taught, like, your puppet for, like, four yeah. years when he was with you in New England. Because realize, guys, the backup quarterback and the offensive coordinator 
literally don't like leave each other's side. They just stand yeah. there and talk to each other like twenty five. Yeah, they know each other pretty well, so if, can't get it done Hit, with him. This is the Raiders going. You get this, and we're gonna draft one quarterback. You get one other shot. You get him to teach and lead into him, and then that's it. This better work like that did in the division, or you're in trouble. Another because. Yeah. <laughs> This is the pressure that Patrick Mahomes puts on you as a franchise, on franchises in their division, and in, yep. like th this is their oh, this is the Raiders saying, "We're gonna try it their way. You better get it right." Yeah, it's uh, I don't know, TBD. I guess we'll see how the rest of the offseason pans out for him, but definitely questionable. At least they didn't like Lots really of... break the bank for him, but still. Hey not... man, it's a very different tune it, this year, right? It is. It is. Because last year, like last year, was like load up everybody, sign all the top free agents, and try to beat the Chiefs. This year, it's like, all right, maybe we'll take a more mellow approach. We were all maybe sitting we around won't. last year, going, "Boy, there are a lot of bombs going off around Hello. us." Oh, Chiefs, Brett Beach, are There's... you are you still alive? Are you around <laughs> hey, still? Everybody's like... shooting missiles and buying guns and blowing yeah. up rockets. And what is it's happening? A, Why are we just sitting frenzy. here? Frenzy. It's a frenzy and, out here. Uh... Nothing's happening on our end, and now it's definitely and a now... lot more mellow. Well, let's put it like this. I I know that the Bengals, the Bills, definitely both got worse today. Definitely. As it two. stands. Now, it's March 13th. Yeah. I mean. Couldn't change a lot. But as of this moment, they both definitely got worse. Because, as we've just mentioned, the the Bengals lost both safeties. I talked to you guys about that earlier when, when Garrett was dealing with internet. And then... The um the Bills lost linebackers, one yep. to the Giants, I think the one to the Bears. Too. I mean, I think Micah Poyer's a, a Poyer's Poyer, a free agent. Yeah. Um, but they lost Tremaine Edmonds to the Bears, right? Is that the Bears? Yeah, he's signed with the Bears. Who? I mean, the Can't Bears remember. have absolutely won March 13th. Oh, They're gonna be Bears are killing it right now. Yeah, Ryan Poles all over is the place. Best Ryan Poles in the, in the world at the moment. Now, obviously, you don't win many day. games. You don't win many games in March. So, all this stuff, like we said, like we talked about, he also got last year. Edwards. Yeah, but like, like we talked about last year, the uh, Chargers, Raiders, and Broncos were all the winners of March. And uh, yeah. guess who won the Super Bowl still? And you know? and that's what I'm saying. And the Chargers got worse. If Eckler's on the having to request a trade or they're having to move Eckler or whatever, no matter what, even if he doesn't get moved this year, all that yeah. stuff happening makes that harder to deal with in that locker room. That's just a little more of an annoyance, a distraction, a thing. I mean, he's whatever a you have to deal guy. with. He's a he's he's huge a locker charger. guy. So that's like, also that's, hard for one of their biggest those right dudes there. to look around and go, you can't pay him. How are you going to pay me? Yeah. Mm -hmm. so, so there's that aspect. Um, I'm Last just year, curious to see if the tone continues to stay this yeah. way because I don't know that the Chiefs have gotten any worse and I think they may have gotten better today already. So we'll see. Yeah. But I think so. The last I guess bit of news we can talk about the Broncos, the other uh AFC West team. They made a couple signings today. They uh signed Mike McGlinchey. Big uh, to play right tackle. Big old tackle contract they gave him to play tackle for him. So uh, we should probably good. do this. His his tackle deal is five years, eighty seven and a half, and it's only got fifty million guaranteed. Jawan's was four for eighty with sixty, but with that extra twenty coming due guaranteed next year. So 
they're pretty close. The AV AV is like within like two and a half million of each other. I think. I think Mike's is like eight is like seventeen point five, and Juwan's is like twenty. But it's yeah. just based on the structure and the length. So, um, pretty close to the same deal. Not too surprised on that tackle contract. The fact that they went and paid a guard and some other stuff today. Yeah, they too, paid a guard. Said? I think they paid a tight end, some random tight end. So, so let's I mean, see they, here. Did, I, they didn't really do the much. The Broncos. They at least were active. Sean Payton starting to they make went his Zach, stamp. Zach Allen. Oh, yeah. Zach Allen. Zach Allen. Yeah. To the edge, on the edge deal out there. That's basically the only edge deal of any. Not many of that either so far. Yeah. Um, Any substance there, but. So there's that. Uh, what, what did I say earlier? He they paid Ben Powers. Yeah, ben Powers they paid Ben Powers yeah. four years, fifty-two million. Which hope it works. Um, exactly. <laughs> uh, so there's that, and then they, they also, also signed Chris Manhurts. Chris Manhurts. Tight end. And they also signed, the I think, Jarrett Stidham. Right. I think they uh, signed uh, future franchise quarterback Jarrett Stidham to uh, to back up. Where's, where's old Jarrett? Stidham. I'm still that. scrolling. He's probably up here. Yeah, he did yep. two for ten. Two years, ten million. So nice five million dollar backup quarterback for yeah, Russell. Exactly. Slash backup plan for the Broncos in case Russell keeps on declining. being terrible. So I wouldn't say the Broncos necessarily improved this year, but they're or today, but uh, you know they're doing stuff. They're at least dancing. I'm still not worried about them in the slightest. So oh, Sam Darnold replacing Jimmy Garoppolo in San Francisco. Missed that. Yeah, they did there. sign Sam Darnold. Yeah, so um, that's going good on good on Geno Smith. By the way, I don't think we really got to talk too much about it. Happy for that dude. Big contract for him. Yeah, it's huge. That's happy really, for that dude. Get paid, he's, bro. He's, he really stuck through it, and it's, it's kind of like Andrew White. He just <laughs> that dude's career history linked. Mud. But oh, for yeah. a quarterback, that oh, doesn't wild that never wild. happens. I mean. Bro got punched in the jaw. Like, come on. That that <laughs> never. He like you don't get you don't end up you don't you don't end up with the Jets as your first team. Deal with a bunch of nonsense. Have everybody pretend you're not a starter because you can't mate, basically stay healthy because they got you killed. Then go to like five other teams in five yeah. years. Be backups. Be the guy who has to be like the like I just said like the Alex Smith or like the Jimmy Garoppolo. Yeah, who, never actually. Who is the guy five. for the guy? Who's the guy yep. for the guy? He finally got his deal. Three for 105, three for 105, quarterback, that's that's gravy money. It's not bad. Hell, they're paying Daniel Jones four for 160. I like the Geno yeah, contract so Free better. agency will continue, obviously. This is just the, the tip of the iceberg here. we still got a lot of free agency to go. So we'll be talking to you guys uh, periodically as, uh, as more big signings, potential trades, and all that stuff pop off. But, uh, yeah, overall, first day of uh, legal tampering. Not okay. bad. Give me your percentage chance that they Larry Tunsil is a chief by the time we do another one of these. I'm a uh, it's, not the not heart. not not before the draft. By the time yeah. we do another by the episode, time we do another episode. I mean, which could be if it's gonna happen Wednesday. If it's gonna happen. I feel like it's gonna be soon. I'm gonna say twenty twenty percent. There's a twenty percent okay. chance. So the heart, my heart wants to tell me like seventy five, eighty. But I think realistically, you're probably looking at 20%. Yeah, so a lot I'm, more to come. I'm going to be the Debbie Downer for the Chiefs fans. I'm going to go ahead and be honest with you. I think it's about a 2% chance that that happens. Oh, you're telling me there's a chance. <laughs> I'm telling you that's all there is. So you're telling me there's a chance. Anyway, that, we will yes. be back with you later this week, hopefully with our guy Tom to break down some prospects and 
get some more off-season news going as uh, free agency and everything kicks up. But I looked Kingdom, at our tackle options. We've got a lot. We've got some tackle options to go through. So Chiefs Kingdom, thank you all for tuning in, watching and listening. If you're watching this, you can listen on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Our Heart Radio, all that good stuff. And if you're listening, you can watch us over on YouTube at the Kingdom Says Pod. Thank you all for so much. Follow us at Kingdom Says Pod on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram, and we will talk to you guys in the next one.